I can give you a range anywhere between you know fifty and a hundred thousand. So it it can't it, you know it wouldn't go anywhere beyond that. You have fifty thousand people paying you fifteen dollars a month. That's right. You are listening to conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sagar Kokakar. He started a digital agency at the age of 18 from Pune, India, and then launched Bill Books in 2011 with an aim to simplify invoicing with practical features and cost-effective for freelancers and small businesses. All right, Kokakar, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, I, said, I got your first name and last name confused. Sagar. So, all right. Talk to us about Bill Books. What does the company do and what's your revenue model? So um, Billbooks has an aim basically to uh, simplify invoicing uh, because uh, everyone, um, I started uh, freelancing and uh, started my own company at the age of 2019 uh, in uh, two, year 2000. And what I felt was in 2005 until 2005, six, we were all creating invoices with Excel sheets and Word and PowerPoint and stuff like that. And it, it, it used to be a pain. Uh, to send invoices to customers and then follow up for payments. So I started looking for solutions online, and uh, that's when I uh, that's when Billbooks came into my mind that there has to be an easy cloud solution to send invoice uh, invoices, book expenses, send estimates, and track them um, easily. So that's that's when uh, Billbooks came into my mind uh, in 2008. Really, it took me about a couple years to get. Uh, get the way I wanted uh, the product to be built. Mm-hmm. So the first, when did you when did you officially launch the product? 2011, but I started working on it uh, since 2008. Okay, so 2011 was launched. So how were you making money between 2008 and 2011? Um, I was doing freelancing, and I was I had a company, right? So I had a digital agency which was which was internally funding this product. So I, I had it all uh, going, and even now uh, we have our um, uh, cash flow very tight and very sleek. Um, uh, we we have a very few people on board. Uh, how many people are on the team? Good. We're just five. Five people, and how many engineers? Uh, we're three engineers. Okay, uh, and. Um, um, We've kind of wear multiple hats, so uh, uh, a lot of us are, uh, you know, designers as well. 
Um, I'm a UI, UX, and a customer experience uh, expert. Um, I did my degree in it. And um, um, so we, we're all kind of product managers. I see. And when you launched in 2011, uh, when did you sign up your, like, tell me when you signed up your first paid customer. Do you remember? Uh, yes. Uh, his name was Simon and he was a chauffeur from London. And how so, he used you. Sorry? Sorry. How'd he use you? Uh, so he used to uh, basically send uh, invoices uh, to his company and to end customers. He used to do airport pickups and drops. And he, he started using billbooks to send invoices uh, to these customers, uh, booking uh, his expenses um, through billbooks. How'd he find uh, you? Sorry? Sorry? How'd he find you? So, so everything, everything uh, we've been doing so far is organic. It's more of content marketing. Uh, yeah, but how did Simon specifically find you? He searched basically for an invoicing solution for um, his taxi business. And um, that's when um, we, we wrote a, a few articles how bill books could uh, be helpful for different various professions and uh, businesses. And that's where Simon uh, found me. Oh, that's interesting. Do you have an SEO background because of your agency? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. We've and is that, a, is that your main go-to-market today is SEO? Yes, yes. About 2003. Is that your main go-to-market today is SEO? That's right. Okay. Well, so how do you get your domain rank up, right? When I go on Ahrefs and look up bill books, your domain rank is 33 and your URL rank is 36, which is not great. How, how do you get that higher? So we were good, um, really good in 2013, 14. Uh, after which we started to focus more on the product and uh, there are quite a few competitors coming up like, you know, uh, there's so many all over the world now. Um, like but, who, name but, a couple. And, and, so there's Fresh Books, there's Zoho Invoice now, there's Invoice Era, um, uh, there's quite a few uh, out there. And everyone has a very strong uh, content marketing strategy um, and an SEO, uh, SEO strategy in place. So um, the initial bill books, uh, you mentioned about the revenue model. Uh, the key was to keep it very economical and um, it was a pay-per-use model. So we used to charge 50 cents per invoice sent uh, when we launched back in 2011 instead of per user per month. Um, you know, some freelancers paid us less than $2 because they, they used to send four invoices or two invoices a month. What is the average, what's the average customer pay today? You're now on a subscription model. That's right. So our plans start from about $7.95 and they go on to about $29.95. It's, it's still below the market price at the moment. And uh, an average customer would spend anywhere between $15 and $20. Yeah. yeah. I see. Okay. So first customer was Simon back in the day. You scaled early on with SEO and content marketing. How are you adding customers today? Uh, we're still doing the same. We're doing a lot of content marketing. Now we've launched a new version this year. In fact, early this year, the new um, uh, subscription model was launched this year. And uh, we, we've kind of changed our features. We are adding new features. So there's, there's a lot going on in terms of product development and content marketing simultaneously. So uh, moving on, we, we're going to have a lot of social media um, uh, we're going to have handhold your new customers. We're getting fairly large number of new customers every day. Uh, coming from how many new are you getting every day? 
Sorry? Sorry. How many new trials are you getting each day? Uh, we, any good day, we would get about 50 customers. How many uh, trials, though? So it, it starts with a 30-day trial. And then you have to either uh, subscribe it or you cancel your subscription. It's, it's, so you're getting, no you're getting 50 new 30-day trials per day. They're not customers. The trials, yeah. Exactly. Okay, got it. 50 new trials per day. And how long is the trial for? 30 days. Okay, and, and how many of the 50 will convert to paid? Um, it, it really depends, but uh, like a typical, uh, we'll, it's an average uh, SaaS based, so it's, it's one anywhere between 1% and 3%, yeah. Okay, that's super, super low though. I mean, wh why are only, I mean, you're basically saying a half person of the 50 up to maybe one and a half people convert to paid. Why are so many people churning out of your free trial? Um, because um, uh, there are quite a few features that, uh, you know, some people need for their, for their business. And, you know, it's, it's not a, um, a single invoicing software that fits all, all businesses and uh, all um, uh, professions. Uh, because we yet to launch uh, bank reconciliations, which is which is a new feature which Zoho has, which FreshBooks has. So we're still uh, lagging behind on on a few uh, features, I feel, and that could be possibly be the differentiators between us and the competition. I see. Okay. And how many total customers are you working with today? Um, I wouldn't be able to disclose that, but um, uh, since 2011, we've managed to migrate a lot of our customer base into the new new platform, new system. Um, well, what's a range? I mean, you, like 100 or 100,000 or 10 or? Uh, it's definitely in thousands, but um, I, I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be able to give you that, uh, that figure. Yeah. Is it because you don't, is it because you don't know it or you're strategically choosing not to disclose it publicly? Uh, strate strategy, uh, strategically not disclosing the reason being um, we are having um, a new uh, digital marketing strategy in place and we wouldn't want to, you know, um, uh, kind of disclose these numbers to impact uh, on, on the marketing that we're planning to do. Sorry, what does sharing revenue numbers today have anything to do with your new marketing plan? Uh, because um, uh, users still get preconceived notions they want um, a platform which is you know um, uh, probably having um, a lot of users or uh, um, you know a lot of um, maturity in, in in terms of features functionality and stability um, that probably might put in some some degree of um, you know preconceived notions uh, before using uh, using a particular platform. Why are you assuming that people want a lot of users on a platform they're signing up for? That could mean that they're not going to get any attention from you. They might want you to have less customers. Why do you make the default assumption that a lower number of customers is bad? No, not a lower number of customers. It's it's just uh, uh, we we are having different strategy uh, for different regions. Uh, and we might uh, you know we might uh, get more customers from a particular region where we are having uh, multiple content marketing strategies. So uh, if if I disclose low figures or high figures in th that particular area. Uh, I don't want the area of figures though. I just want the whole business. How many paying customers do you have as a measure of how much value you're delivering? Um, 
you you mean to say paying customers I got? Like yeah, how many how many total I don't care about region specifics, just total as a business, how many people pay you to use your tool? Total, I mean, um I can give you a range anywhere between, you know, fifty and a hundred thousand. So it, it can't it, you know, it wouldn't go anywhere beyond that. You have fifty thousand people paying you fifteen dollars a month? That's right. Oh, that's incredible. Okay, I mean that would mean you're doing seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month in revenue or almost twelve million, ten million dollars annually. No, no, no. So basically what happens is um, initially, remember when I told you that uh, we had a per paper invoice model, which was not a monthly billing. So that went on for about nine years. Right. So uh, quite a few did not uh, migrate because they didn't want a monthly subscription billing. So they're still there. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I'm asking, though, is how many are on the monthly subscription plan? On the monthly subscription plan would be probably uh, anywhere between five and eight thousand. Yeah. You guys hear me joke all the time that I am horrible at managing big teams. It was one of the things I struggled with at my first SaaS company, Heyo. And you also know that I'm getting more and more founders come on the show where their teams are almost completely remote. Well, here's the secret they don't tell you. A lot of these remote teams actually start by a founder with an idea using freelancer talent, right? The tricky part is it's really hard to find quality freelancer talent. In fact, I wrote about this in my book. It's one of the sections people read and ping me about the most, but finding that talent is really difficult. So. For example, when I wanted to come up with a new magazine cover, the design, I had to figure out how to get designs done cheaply and quickly with talented people. And I used Fiverr to do that. I'm going, wow, I love if I could figure out a way to get a discount for my people to use Fiverr. And thankfully it's taken me a little bit of time, but I finally have gotten a discount. So here's the cool thing. If you want to use Fiverr to find freelance talent, you can take five and check out Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And you'll get 10% off your first order by using my code T-O-P. That's top. It's super easy. So don't waste any more time and get the services you deserve by going to fiverr.com and using the code top. Again, super proud to be able to do this. Over the next several months, I'm going to tell you guys little stories of how I use freelance talent on Fiverr to do things like do web queries, um, parse information I need, database management, Excel sheet building, uh, competitive intelligence on my competitors, all kinds of stuff. I'll download it to you over the next several months and document how I'm doing it. But for now, get started at Fiverr.com and use code TOP for 10% off. So your whole thing is how do you move these 30, 40,000 that used to pay per exactly. invoice and get them on a subscription plan? Exactly. exactly. Got it. But still, this is a healthy business. I have 5,000 customers paying $15 a month on average. You're right near a million dollar run rate or about 80, 75,000, $80 a month in revenue. Sure. sure. Is that right? Yep. 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 That's, That's great. Right, right. When, I, I, would, I would really want to disclose this. So if you're able to edit this, Oh, we don't, we don't edit, we don't edit shows. Sorry. I mean, I'm, you know, you can just say, you don't want to answer a question if you don't want to answer it, but I'm glad I asked because you just said you had 50,000 customers and it's not 50, you have 50,000 people who have paid you, but you've got about 5,000 that are on a, on a paid subscription. Because our, our revenue model in 2011 was pretty different to what we are doing now. Well, yeah, but, but that's part of the show, right? Is everyone has, as you mature as an entrepreneur, you test different pricing models. Well, I mean, that's completely natural to do. This happens all the yes. time. What I want to make sure I get clear on though is you've got a historical base that was on a different model. 
on the new model at a subscription billing, you've converted about $5,000 to $15 a month. Yes. yes. I yes, see. Yes. I see. Yes. And so how have you done that? How have, Walk me through the process of how you've converted $5,000 from individual like paying per usage to paying per, per month. Uh, sorry, come again, please. Strategically, a lot of people go through this, converting people from one-time use to paying per month. You've done a great job at doing that. How have you done that? Uh, we, by giving them huge discounts, to be honest. Is that a good reason to convert to a paid plan to just get a big discount? Why don't you let your features do the selling? Uh, there are two ways, yeah. The first was the discounting part, and the second was features, because we came with incredibly new features in our um, 2.0. Uh, like multi-organization, multi-lingual, uh, and there are quite a few differentiators even now, which BillBooks has uh, against uh, our competitors. So that's also one of the reasons. Okay, but our revenue figure is accurate. You're doing about $75,000 a month in total revenue. Yes. With a five-person team. So you're highly profitable then. Yes, exactly. That's, and that's why we want to keep it that way. That's great. Congrats. By the way, congratulations. That's not easy. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Um, did you do this all bootstrapped or did you choose to raise capital? Yes. No, it, it is all bootstrapped. Yeah. That's uh, This is my favorite kind of story. Bootstrapped and profitable. That's great. I Yeah. We, we do not intend to raise uh, money for, uh, for bill books going forward. Um, hopefully. Uh, I mean, never say never, but um, we've, we've got a very... Um, uh, firm uh, kind of goal structure, uh, the product development structure that we have in place. Um, and we we kind of, uh, we know uh, that where we want to go in the next one or two years in terms of functionalities, and we want to stick right there. We, we don't want to, you know, um, dilute um, anywhere else. So, so when you say profitable though, I mean, are, I mean, are we talking like $10,000 a month in profit or like 50,000 a month in profit? Um, I, I didn't, I didn't get you. I mean, um, how much, how much money are you making each month? Um, I won't be able, because there, there is significant, um, uh, expenses, uh, as well in terms of hosting security and, uh, uh that's what I'm asking. Like Subtract out your expenses. How much goes to the bottom line each month? Uh, about 30 to 40%. Okay, and what do you do with that money? Do you pay out dividends to you and your team or do you reinvest it in the business or? We, we kind of reinvest in the business. Uh, we're doing a lot of research as well because um, um, uh, like for instance, uh, freelancing uh, by 2027, uh, about more majority, 50.9% of uh, the Americans would probably uh, venture into freelancing. Uh, you know, and that's going to uh, be the trend all over the world as well. So we want to have, uh, we want to do a lot of research on each profession, how they, you know, kind of use invoicing, how they use estimates, uh, learn from their, um, uh, you know, processes, and then kind of adapt it into bill books. Why, you were there before FreshBooks, before Zora, before a bunch of these. Why did FreshBooks grow? Why did they beat you? I wasn't before them. They, I think they came in 2006. Okay. Well, wh why, why have they dominated the space? Why don't you have more market share? How well, um, to be honest, it, it initially when we started in 2011, our business model was not right. It was paper invoice. And um, although we had large customers, 
we still um, couldn't get those revenues in because people were hardly paying us anything. Um, and uh, we still believed in that model for quite a long time until now, uh, in fact. And, and that's when we made a, you know, it was kind of a mistake that we believed in that model and we kind of prolonged it too long. Um, and, and these guys picked it up uh, pretty well because they're well-funded. Uh, they had a huge team. Um, we didn't have a huge team or, uh, you know, we didn't have any funds. So, Sagar, where, where, how are you getting customers today? You're getting 50 new trials a day, right, or about 1,500 per month. You're only getting from organic search so according to... 50, 50 any good day I mentioned. So, uh, it could be some, some days we would have five. You know, some days we would have 10. In a That's month, it. how many trials will sign up? Um, in a month, you could say anywhere between about uh, four to 500. Okay, got it. So that'd have yeah. to be a really good day I, to I have 50. 50 any good day. Yeah, that would be a really good day. If you have 10 of those days, you hit 500 immediately, yeah. obviously. So the question I was going to ask you is you're only getting 640 clicks from organic search each month. That's not enough to drive 500 trials. Where, how else are you getting these customers? What's your CAC? Uh, it's, uh, we've, we've also launched an affiliate program. And uh, we've, we're also um, pushing, we're trying hard to you know, get our old customers back as well. So it's a mix of all. Okay. Uh, okay. How do you, I mean, once they come on, do they stick? If you look at your churn just on the recurring platform, what's your annual churn look like? Uh, again, it's uh, anywhere between one and 3% because um, uh, people still try people, um, you know, try a multiple um, softwares and then then decide uh, you know, which to go, uh, go with, you know, not your churn from trial to paid. I'm asking about yeah, once yeah. someone is already paying you, yeah, what are the, yeah. what's your paid churn per month? Uh, paid churn per month as in, um, sorry, uh, can, can you? Someone paid you $8 a month last month. They don't yeah, renew yeah. this month. It's 100% churn. You lost $8. Oh, that's okay. So this, this, so we, we've not lost any customers. So if you, if you, if you mean. Of the 5,000 people that are,